Welcome to the Mind Muscle Connection Podcast, a show that is dedicated to educating you on applying science-based training, nutrition, and mindset strategies from some of the top minds in the industry to help you build a leaner, stronger, and more confident self. I'm your host, Jeff Hain. Let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Mind Muscle Connection podcast. Today is a Q&A episode and I have three questions I want to go over. But first, before I do that, I uh, just want to go over a few ways you can help support the podcast. So first, if you could leave a five-star rating and review if you, found, if you have found this podcast to be helpful in any way. Next, you can follow me on Instagram, Jeff, H-O-E-H-N underscore, and that's where I'm most active and will answer the most questions. Lastly, I have my one-on-one online coaching service. And with that, I help you lose body fat and build muscle with my strategic dieting and training methods. We look at things like your lifestyle and biofeedback to individualize your training and nutrition program to you and your specific needs. There's also at least one to two bottlenecks that we find outside of the training nutrition protocol that is keeping you from seeing the results you want to see. So if you're interested in that, you can reach out on Instagram or fill out the link in the show notes uh, and we can continue that conversation from there. So With that out of the way, let's dive into today's question. So the first question is, how to set expectations on performance in the gym going from a build to a cut? So I like this. I think this is a good one. Um, So I think the first biggest mindset. So, you know, obviously when we go into a cut, like I think the concept, like the perception out there is that, oh, hey, you're just going to lose or you're not going to build any muscle. Training is just going to be terrible. And while that could be the case for some people, I think that that then leads to them thinking that that for sure is going to happen. And I feel like that can affect your mindset going into your training session. So my first big thing that I want to say here is go into it with the mindset. You are still going to build muscle. Okay. I think that that is uh, super important here in this process, you know, for, for a couple of reasons, right? Your mindset's going to be key. And I'll, I'll talk about why that that is. But um, again, you people think that, oh, hey, you're not going to build as much muscle. So why bother lifting? Or, you know, should you even like, you know, push your training in this, Right. And so while building muscle is tough in a fat loss phase, you can at the very least maintain what you have. And both is going to help your, your look as you, as you diet. Okay. So what happens with the thought, this thought process, if you, you know, thinking, oh, Hey, I'm going to go into it, not building muscle, right? People replace some, if not all of their lifting for cardio, uh, in this process, um, don't train as hard in your list because you don't think you'll build any muscle, right? That's obviously a mistake. And people turn their training sessions more into their lifting sessions, more into like a cardio based uh, workout. And so you need to train like you train to build muscle when you are fat loss dieting. We don't want to make that mistake of like completely altering what we're going to do in our, in our training. Right. So, so that's the, the first big thing there. Right. So in a fat loss phase, your mindset should be, you're going to build muscle. Yes. I know that what the research says, I know what people tell me, Hey, I'm not going to build any muscle, but you need to go into it with the mindset of I'm going to build muscle. Worst case with this mindset, you maintain your muscle and you limit muscle loss. Best case, you add some muscle during your fat loss phase, you know, depending on where you're at, like you could still build muscle right now for most people, this isn't going to be the case, but again, best that's best case scenario, you know, your base case, you know, even ba- I mean, base case, you're, you're going to maintain worst case, you still maintain, right. Um, but we're going to limit muscle loss in that pro- process. Now, again, depending on how lean you get your level of advancement, um, you know, how much weight, like how much weight you need to lose, like you're going to be at a higher risk of muscle loss, but it's important that, you know, again, we limit as much muscle loss as, as possible. So, but if you're somebody that hasn't been training for super long, um, you're not trying to get super lean, um, your deficit isn't anything crazy. Like the, the, and, and you go in with the mindset of I'm going to push training, you're 
likely going to maintain uh, muscle and potentially build muscle in that process. Okay. Now, you know, let's, let's go into it with the other mindset. If you don't put as much effort into your, your list during fat loss phases, because you don't think you'll build any muscle, you know, I think with this mindset, you know, worst case, you lose a good amount of muscle, best case, you are going to maintain some muscle, right? So, you know, worst case scenario, say you're that more advanced person, um, you go in thinking, I'm not going to build muscle. So you don't push yourself as hard. You're probably going to lose as you could potentially lose a substantial amount of muscle, depending on the other factors that I talked about. But I mean, best case with the scenario, you're just going to maintain some muscle, right? And, and and let's take the person who maybe hasn't been training as long and they don't have as much muscle. Maybe they're not trying to get as lean. Like even with that mindset, you still best case are going to maintain muscle. Um, you're definitely not going to build any. So we want to be careful with that mindset going into it, right? So, you know, the biggest thing is that training doesn't change. You still are going to push to build muscle, you know, because if you do, you are going to uh, spin your wheels. And, and the biggest change just needs to come through the nutrition side of things there on that. Some other things, you know, things may be slower, right? And, and it may like, so what I mean by that is like your progressions might be a little bit slower. You might not be able to add weight as often. You might not be able to add reps as often. You might not be able to add as much volume as you normally can. Um, so things will likely slow down, right? Um, and it, and things may feel tougher sooner, right? So you just may get this because you don't have as much energy and you know, that, can increase your body's ability to perceive fatigue. So you're going to, you're going to fatigue out quicker. Like you're going to feel fatigue sooner than you would if you had more energy coming in. Right. So for any given like weight and reps that you did previously, it may just feel a little bit tougher, right? Like that RIR might be lower. That intensity might be a little bit higher, but what I'll say on this is this really shouldn't happen until later in your fat loss phase. I think this is only like, if, if you're experiencing this right away, you need to look at your calorie deficit might be a little too, too extreme. Um, and you know, maybe you're not ready for a fat loss phase or something like that, because really this shouldn't happen until later. Right. Cause if you are coming off of eating at maintenance or at a surplus, you might have a little bit more body fat than you normally do. It's like, you have a lot of extra energy around, right. Whether that be again, your deficit's not super high, but also just from body fat levels, like that's, that's, that's stored energy, right. That your body can use. So you really shouldn't see these detriments until later in your fat loss phase anyway. So this is, and so that's why I think it's important that you go into your fat loss phase workouts, still trying to push to build muscle because in that initial part, you're going to have a you know decent amount of, of, um, not decent amount, but you know, depending on the situation, you, you might have more or less body fat than obviously it's going to be dependent on the person, but you're going to have more body fat at the beginning of your fat loss phase than you will at the end. Um, and so utilize that. So this really shouldn't happen at the, uh, at the beginning of your fat loss phase. Anyways, this should really just be towards the end. So, you know, that's a mindset going into it. Those would be the, the, the biggest things, um, is things may be a little bit slower. It may feel tougher, but none of this should really happen later in your fat loss phase. And, again, go into it thinking, Hey, I'm still going to build muscle. Um, because that, that mindset is going to help you at the very least maintain what you have. So next question is fat, fat loss phase, still lifting. Feel like I might be cutting too much cows. What's the negative effect? You know, I would look at, you know, what, what's your thought process on that? Like, why do you, why do you think you're, 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 you might be cutting cows too much now? What would be the negative effects of cutting too many cows? So I think for one, it's going to be tougher to, to sustain for longer. Um, hunger increases energy, you know, so hunger is going to be through the roof, right? Like if we make this like big decrease in, in calories, you know, hunger is going to spike up. Um, that's going to make it here. It's very challenging um, because of that. Because obviously what's the biggest thing that's going to keep people from seeing results? It's like managing hunger. Um, and so if hunger is super high, you know, you're going to feel just that that pull to, to eat food. Um, and that's going to constantly be on your mind, right? So that's that's one of the negative side effects there. Um, you're going to see, you know, energy levels decrease, right? If you are just slashing your calories, your body is not used to being on that low amount of energy coming in. It's probably not going to want to move as much. Um, 
and you know, you're not going to want to go and move. Uh, it's going to be a lot tougher to do that. You're just going to feel like everything's just going to feel just a lot tougher. Right. And so those would be the big things. Like it's just going to be tougher to sustain for longer um, because of those reasons, right? Like adherence is just going to be a lot more challenging. There was actually a new um, study that they reviewed in mass and they talked about like with quicker, with quicker weight loss, like people just on paper, it's like, Hey, I'm going to do this quicker. That's good. But when people do that, they slash calories more in the beginning. It's it's just much tougher to sustain. And and they actually had these two groups. They they put, it was two groups. They, they put one group on a smaller, like basically their energy deficit, they was, it was a lot smaller in the beginning and they, and they increase, they decrease calories over time, over the eight week study. Another group, they just slashed their calories. I think it was like 25 kcal per day for their body weight. Right. And so like they were just in a larger energy uh, deficit. So they were in that larger energy deficit the entire time. Whereas the other group was at a smaller deficit at the beginning and they slowly dropped down. And, and what they found was that both groups lost the same amount of body fat over the eight weeks. Okay. And when they, when they looked at what the participants were actually eating, the the group that was supposed to be in a large energy deficit was only in a larger energy deficit for the first two weeks. Um, after those first two weeks, uh, they, they ended up being at the same energy, like they were eating the same amount uh, the rest of the way. And so really what that tells us is that again, the, the adherence aspect to it is the most important. So you can sit there and be like, Hey, I want to speed things up. I want to, I want to have quick weight loss, but it's just so much tougher to sustain that. And like you end up losing the same amount by going a little bit slower. Right. And, but you can, you get that more flexibility by going a little bit slower and it's probably better for maintaining lean body mass, which leads me to my next point of what's an other negative effect of cutting too many cows is you do risk losing muscle. Um, so, you, you know, this is where it's like, if you're getting poor sleep, um, your calorie deficit is really high, you know, maybe your mindset going into training is, Hey, I'm not focused on building muscle. I'm just trying to lose body fat, lose weight. You're going to increase your risk of, of muscle loss. Right. So that's the other big thing there um, is, is muscle loss risk. And that's obviously going to, that can spike up hunger and then just lead to greater weight rebound following the diet. So those would be my, my biggest things in terms of the negative effects of cutting too many cows. I guess one other thing too, would be like, you know, you start to find that like libido goes down the drain and that's just a sign of like your sex hormones are off. So you'll see hormones get altered a little bit. Um, so those would be my biggest things in terms of that's the negative uh, effect of, of cutting um, too many calories there. So last question of the day is going to be about training splits. Okay. So most common four day per week training split. So with clients, the most, the most common for an upper, for, for a four day training split would be an upper lower split. Okay. So an example would be like, we would have day one would be upper body. That would be push focus. Day two would be lower body. That could be quad focus. Then we're going to take a day off and then we'll have upper body. And that could be like pull focus, right? Because the first day was upper, but it was push focus. Um, again, meaning like maybe we do mostly push stuff, more push stuff. That's the first, you know, muscle groups that we work. Whereas in that second upper day, we're going more pull focus. Uh, again, maybe it's going to be more pull exercises overall, or um, we're just starting with a pull exercise to prioritize it that day. And then we'll have a lower, and that's going to be a hamstring posterior chain focus, right? So that could be glute focus. It could be um, hamstring focus, whatever it may be. The focus can be switched around based on goals too. Okay. So you could do lower upper, um, you could do upper lower, but then do pull first. Again, it's it's ultimately up to you know what your goals are and what you want to focus on. Uh, so again, that's going to be based on goals, right? My rule of thumb for programming uh, to start is to hit each major muscle group two times per week. So what this means is 
uh, we just want to make sure we, you know, we hit like, like chest twice a week. We just want to hit like your triceps at least twice a week. And what I mean by that is, you know, maybe you hit it once on Monday and then you hit it twice on, or then you hit it next on, on Thursday. Right. And again, that might be at the end of the workout rather than at the beginning. So that's kind of like my, Hey, let's make sure we hit at least muscle muscle group two times per week. So if you want to train three days per week, four days per week, five days per week, that's like kind of the starting point there with that. But what sometimes you'll see happen here is, you know, yes, it is an upper lower split, but what you'll see happen is like on those lower days, maybe I throw in a little bit of lower body, right? Like it's going to be hard to hit biceps on Monday and Thursday because you also have to hit, you know, triceps, back, um, chest, shoulders, right? So it can be tough to hit all those in those training sessions. So you might see like a little bit of bicep or delt work on your lower body day. So, so yes, it's a lower body day. That's the focus, but there could still be a little bit of upper body thrown in there, right? I think a lot of times people kind of put themselves into boxes with these, with training splits of like, oh, it's a lower day. So I can only train lower body. It's like, that's not necessarily the case, right? Like you, you can still, like, you need to look at your over, overall program and see where you can fit in um, certain muscle groups uh, there. So, like I said, sometimes what ends up happening is upper lower split is a little bit of upper um, on some of those lower body days, depending on goals. So that's kind of how I, how I go about that. And I think as you like advance over time, you start to find like the frequency at which you need to hit certain muscle groups. So maybe your delts, you could do three times a week. So it's like, you might be doing, um, some delts on Monday, Tuesday, and then like Friday or something like that. Right. Um, again, you'll, you'll figure that out over time, but I think to start, you need, you want to hit each muscle group two times per week. And that's a good baseline to go off of for like one to two years. And then you make those adjustments there. And then you can change the plan in terms of what your goals are, right? So if it's lower body focus, maybe you do lower body first, and then you do um, upper body second. So it's just going to depend on the client and in what your specific goals are. Um, another common like four day split is, and this is for people who want to build their upper body would be like a upper, lower off, upper push, upper pull. So that first upper day, maybe we're doing push pull exercises, push and pull exercises. It's all upper body. Second day, it's all lower body. Then we're off. And then we're going to focus on upper push, right? So we might, might be a little bit more of a chest, chest, like the first couple exercises are going to be more chest, shoulders, triceps, not more, but that's what those are going to be, right? It's going to be mostly those exercises. And then on Friday, the, the focus is going to be your pulling movements. Now, again, could at the end of the workouts, could you have maybe a little bit of like one leg exercise at the end of that pull workout on Friday to hit the muscle group two times. Yes. Like that's a way to do it. Right. But it's going to be more focused on your upper body. So, you know, just to kind of sum this up, like your first couple of years of training, I would follow that upper lower kind of split there for the four days. And then again, just, just change the order based on what your goals are. Um, and then, you know, maybe after that first year or two of you staying consistent, maybe you go to, Hey, I'm going to do more just upper body. Right. Um, so those are, those are options there for you. So those would be the four most common four day per week training splits there. But like I said, as you get more advanced, I think we just need to make sure we don't put ourselves in these boxes of like, oh, Hey, it's upper day. I just have to do upper. Like you can, again, based on recovery and goals, you can throw in maybe a little bit of lower at the end of an upper day. So, um, just so, just to, uh, wanted to go over how I, how I go about programming for, for muscle growth. So that's it for this episode, guys. Um, if you have any questions on anything, let me know, and I will see you guys next time. Thank you for listening. If you want more free content like this, follow me on Instagram at JeffH91 underscore or visit JHHealth.net. See you next time.